this one, episode 34. This is going to be one of the most interesting, I believe, um, podcasts that I've done up to this point. The only other time I've delved into um, some, uh, I don't call it, it's just not even, super, this isn't even supernatural. This one isn't even a supernatural one. This one is a very science-based one, um, based in conspiracies and uh I mean, it's been talked about for years. We're going to talk about flat earth today. And I know you're going to immediately shake your head. A lot of you are going to be like, what the fuck? What are you doing, Joe? What are you doing with flat earth? Why are you talking about it? Well, I mean, we've always been taught globe, right? But how many of us have actually been outside of the atmosphere or on the moon and be able to look at the planet and you know, see that it's round. I mean, none of us actually know. I mean, I'm a person who likes to, you know, I need, I need concrete evidence, you know, and, um, and, but I'm also a person who thinks freely, you know, and realizes not everything that has been always told to us or even uh, told to us on a daily basis is the truth. Uh, it doesn't mean I believe in flat earth, but I would love to entertain this idea because I need to know more. I'm one of those people. I'm like, well, you know, let's, let's have a conversation about it. Now this guest that I'm having on today, I heard on the Jamie Josta podcast, a good friend of mine, lead singer of hate breed. I've had the drummer on Matt Byrne. Um, and Jamie has a great podcast where he talks mainly musicians, but he has other people on and he had this person on there, David Weiss, known as Flat Earth Dave. And it fascinated me. I mean, I listen to all of Jamie's podcasts, but there was just something very fascinating about this. I'm like, you know, I got to talk to this guy. And he said at the end of the podcast, hey, this, if anyone wants to talk to me about Flat Earth, here's my email. And I will be on your podcast. I'm like, all right, well, I'll reach out. I reached out and lo and behold, this, this dude was like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? So we're going to talk flat earth. Uh, now, mind you, I, um, I've always believed in a globe and I've always believed in, you know, uh, the universe as we're, we're taught. So, um, but as I get older, I like to question things, you know, I want to find where the truth lies you know, or at least in my mind, you know, but I want to have this conversation and I want you guys and gals to go into this with an open mind or you can laugh at it or you can just find it entertaining. I don't, it doesn't matter to me, but I, either way, it would be really interesting to hear this. So he's known as Flat Earth Dave. His name is David Weiss. This is going to get interesting. Everybody hold on. Dave, it's just Joe. How are you? Just Joe. What's going on, man? Nothing, man. I was. I've been sitting here going down. I've been going down the rabbit hole for ever since I heard you on the Jamie Josta show, and it's been it's been quite it's been quite a journey, man. It's been quite a journey. Welcome to Flat Earth, my friend. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> here, here here's my background on how I arrived to like saying I don't necessarily know. You know, like I, I like I've I, I've said to people, I'm like I don't. I don't absolutely know, but I was a history major in college. So, yeah. Just real quick. Yeah. Just saying I don't know is good enough. Because right. people that think the globe, it's ridiculous. It's just insanity. But saying I don't know is the truthful answer. Because I don't know what this world is. No. It appears flat. It measures flat. It's, it's everything tests flat. 
it could be something else, but it's not a spinning globe in the space vacuum. Or, 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 or I can even subscribe to the theory that this could be a, a complete simulation as well. You know, like I don't know that either, you know. <laughs> We could be living More like Avatar. Yeah, yeah. We could. There's all kinds of different things where 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 I got this type of thinking was. Uh, I was a history. I have a uh, bachelor's degree in history, American military and political history, and um, I had history professors in my college that would teach me like, hey, here's your required teachings, you know, and readings. Here's the alternate readings, and here's some like off the wall readings. You know, you're not going to be tested on this, but if you want to go down this rabbit hole, then go down it because they said within this realm of what you're going to read, will lie the truth. You're going to see what's taught to us and what some people just believe is absolute crack. That. What's that? Your teacher said that. Yeah. My professor had a couple of professors in college. Yeah. yeah. Not guy sounds woke. And, and, uh, it was, it was really mind blowing. And it was that time in the mid nineties when I was in college that like really got me to be really open about my thinking, especially about history. Because when I went down the rabbit hole with his, you know, when I learned about history, I also learned how much lies were told to us and that, that, that are well documented that like, they don't tell you like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We lied about the Gulf of Tonkin. Like we didn't really get, you know, attacked by, you know, can you name something in history? Can, I'm sorry to judge. Can you name something in history that they didn't lie about? <laughs> no, I can't, you know, because, and that's what I <laughs> that's tell a, people. And that's why yeah. I tell people. I'm like, man, listen, I'll sit here and have a conversation and tell you how we've basically got ourselves in each war with a lie, you know? And, and I'm like, I'm not conspiracy. I'm just flat out telling you what we did in order to push an agenda. And that's where we arrive at flat earth. There's no difference here with what I've learned. It's like, okay, but why? Like why, you know, I mean, lie, yeah. there, there's that, so, there's so well, much well, to unpack here, but like, I mean, why would we push something, you know, so intensely? Is it just to cover up like what the actual truth is or like, you know, Try to unpack it for me, at least to start, you know, I I will, I will, I'll unpack it all. But one of the things in history is one of the things that we're taught drilled into our heads, Carl Sagan drilled it in and cosmos it's in, you know, they teach it is that the Greeks discovered that the earth was uh, spherical by Aristophanes 2000 years ago with his sticks and shadows experiment. One, there's no way he could have done that sticks and shadows experiment experiment Two, even if he did it, it works on a flat earth. And three, there's no mention of Aristophanes doing that unbelievable most famous experiment until the mid 1990s. Okay. <laughs> right. It wasn't in any books. It was stuck into Rockefeller textbooks. Right. Okay. It's a made up story that works perfectly on a flat earth, even if he did do it, but we're all brainwashed into that history in the 1920s and 1930s. They were still teaching flat earth yeah. everywhere in America in public schools. Yeah, they that's, were teaching it. that's what I mean. That's what the one thing that when you, you were talking with Jamie uh, and you taught and, and did that. And then I went back and started looking and, and, and then Jamie said, listen, you know, I've been around the world and, and different countries, man. They they teach different things, man. Their history is so different, vastly different. Like, hey, man, this is what we've believed. And this is what, you know, it's it's very it's very interesting. It's so friggin' interesting to me. So it, it, that, that is, that is amazing thing. But what, so why the lie? The shape of the earth does not matter. It doesn't, I don't care the shape. It's the lie that matters. Yes. The, 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 the people, I hate calling them the elite, but just, that's what everybody knows them by, you know, the, the rulers of this world, the elite, 
Um, they're trying to control us. They're trying to lock the entire world down into a one world communist system right now. If people don't see that, you know, when you're sleeping, but it's all about control. And so everybody knew the earth was flat for thousands of years or however, however far back history goes. And it didn't matter because there was the wealthy royals and the royals. And then there was the surf and we are the surf. Yes. And uh, they didn't care. They were just living day to day, you know, renting their land from the royalty, um, just doing everything they could just to survive. And it didn't matter. But then in the early 1900s, the Industrial Revolution, uh, people started gaining more influence and power. And and uh, they decided to hide it from us. There was a massive reset also in the 1800s, late 1800s, where um, I think there was a massive die off in, in the early 1900s. Which they talk about the Spanish flu. Awfully similar to now, 1920, 2020, 1820, there was another one, 1720, there was another one. Hmm. They love their 20s, you know, in in, uh, 16, in 1720, there was the plague, 1820, cholera, 1920, Spanish flu, 2020, coronavirus. And back in uh, 1920, everybody was wearing masks, everybody was getting the jab, and uh, then there was a massive die-off. Don't want to, you know, they're looking for a new reset. But getting back to the why, so... The, there's, there's a couple stories where people have left this world that we live and gone to other lands beyond Antarctica because they didn't like the tyranny that was going on here. There's a story called the iron Republic. You can look it up on YouTube. You can buy the book at Amazon, the iron Republic about in the 1600s, uh, the people didn't like the tyranny that was going on. So many of them split and they went to lands beyond Antarctica where they're living there today in an advanced society. So, that's interesting. So they don't want that to happen again. They need us for physical reasons and for manifestation, spiritual yeah. reasons. They still need us. Right. So that's why they have us in a prison. Like uh, where, where you live in the States? Where, where do you live? Yeah, oh, you I live, live in Syracuse. I li- yeah. I live in Syracuse, New York. Yeah. If I put a fence around Syracuse, so you can never go beyond it. Would you be happy? <laughs> of course not. Of course not. No. And then, you put a fence around I, the United States. Well, but, I, but, I also, now. but I also know a lot of people that probably would and be comfortable with that, you know? So it's, yeah, you know, yeah, I know. it, well, is, it there, is what it there is. There are people, I call them NPCs, um, you know, non-player characters, but nobody likes being, you know, we're humans. You, you see a wall, you want to see what's on the other side of that wall. So they put us in a prison for our mind. And that prison is the globe. It's to control us. It's to make us think that we are spinning out of control, lost in an infinite godless vacuum or distant God vacuum where an asteroid could take us out, where a nuclear bomb could take us out, where a terrorist could take us out, or we're running out of water, running out of food, running, you know, global warming, all of this fear, 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 right. fear, fear. We're, so we're, we give late, up now, our, we're, now we're running out of gas apparently, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because a cyber a computer shut down a pipeline. It's the dumbest thing ever. I agree. Okay? This I agree. is all planned. I mean, they're, 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 look, they're going for the reset again. And I think that reset's going to happen soon. Yeah. And, and the reason they reset everybody is because people start getting too smart. So they have to get rid of the older generation. And, um, you know, in my opinion, that might be what's happening right now, but we'll see how things play out. Well, I mean, and when, the thing is when coronavirus first came out, it was always, it looked like it was just targeting an older population, you know? And then and it, that was, was like, okay, maybe this was a planted virus to try to like take out some of the older folks, you know, I'm like, yeah. I'm like what, what or, is or maybe not anything other than the regular flu that happens every year. <laughs> right. You know, there's, 
if you look at, I mean, I don't want to get into all of that, but right, statistics, true. but if you look in the statistics, you know, they, 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 they're, they're inoculating all college kids, but kids in that age range, um, I think 500 of them or 500 or 5,000 died last year. I forget the exact numbers. Um, and not like, you know, before Corona, um, and then the same number died this year and they all died of Corona, but no one died of anything else. Everything, every, everything, you know, flu cases went from their high number, you know, flu deaths to zero, zero. And they just moved everything into the Corona column. People are so brainwashed with statistics. It, it's ridiculous. There's less people died in 2020 than in 2019, 2018, 2017. Less people worldwide died in the middle of a worldwide pandemic than the previous three years. Okay. So this is about control. They're trying to control our minds. And that's what's going on currently. But if you are lost in space, spinning out of control, and you don't know that you are at the center of creation and that nobody has dominion over you, then you are willingly going to give up your rights and you're going to be controlled. Yeah. The only control that the government has over you is the, the in your mind. It's only in your mind. It's like dollar bills. The only value they have is in your mind. Right. And luckily it's in everyone's mind to trade a dollar bill for not much. Because I, as I, you know, maybe people, man, I go, they just sandwich. print money. I go, they just print money. Cause I've, you know, I've, I've told people about the whole, you know, in the early seventies, how our, our country basically became not a manufacturing country, but it became the center of banking in the world. Like all of a sudden this is where everything, there was a huge change in the, in the seventies with that. And that was where it set us up to now. It's, it's, it. Right. That's what got me into this. I was looking at what the federal reserve was, what yeah. money was, and uh, none of it made any sense. None, none what the IRS is. Yeah. Yeah. The IRS is a private bank. They're a criminal enterprise. And you know, look into that and you'll realize that you might be giving away yeah. stuff that you don't need to give away. So let's go back. Um, where, where did, where did this start? Like, where did it start for you where you kind of had that aha moment? You're like, you know what, man, something, something's not adding up. This is this like your whole life or was this like a teenage years? No, or? no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I looked, I was looking at history. I was looking at Tartaria for years and, uh, you know, T Tartaria is the worldwide civilization that was here in the 1800s that they don't tell us about. I mean, there's maps, there's all sorts of proof buildings, all sorts of stuff everywhere across the world, worldwide united civilization. Um, but you don't learn about any of that in your, his story book. No, no. So, um, because they don't want you to know that they don't want us to know that together we are powerful. You know, just individually, our minds manifest the world around us. Everything you have, everyone that's listening, everything you have in the world is because of the way you think. That's it. Right. And, and that's how you manifest your world with your thoughts. They don't want you to know that. They want you living in fear. They don't want you living to your potential. So they make you feel insignificant um, and make you think that all of the stuff that I'm saying is, you know, nonsense it is, you know, is silly, silly stories. And that you need to work, uh, you know, your whole life away until you're old. And then you could luckily, if you're lucky, you know, die in a retirement home. <laughs> right. you know? if, if you're lucky, that, you're going to have a few years of sitting on your ass, shitting your pants, you know, before you die. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that's what they want you to believe. I'm living my life. So I, I, when I first heard about it, you know, people started sending me, uh, I was doing a podcast on conspiracies and people started sending me flat earth stuff and I wouldn't even look at a one minute video. It's the dumbest thing ever. I banned people from our social media for being so stupid is to even suggest that I waste my time looking at flat earth. Come on. We all know, you know, boats over the horizon, sunsets, you know, seasons. And, uh, then I was forced to look by somebody that I trusted who said, Dave, I think the earth is flat. And I was like, not you too. And I went in to try to prove it. 
to prove that flat earth was stupid and to prove the globe. And once you start looking, you're like, Oh my God. But if you, if you say, well, I looked into flat earth, I Googled flat earth. Well, if you Google flat earth or you search it on YouTube, which is Google, um, you end up at the flat earth society. Well, Obama plugged the flat earth society half a dozen times in his speeches. The flat earth society is a government run disinformation site. You look up flat earth, you know, the images you're going to find, you know, a, a pancake floating around other planets, you know, no flat earther believes that. Go to the flat earth society, you know, it says gravity, flat earthers believe that gravity is because the earth is rising up at 9.8 meters per second. Uh, no flat earther believes that. Just globe, globers believe, flat earthers believe that. You know, flat earthers don't believe Australia exists. Made up story in the media. Yeah, you know, right. Mad Mike <laughs> killed himself trying to prove the earth was flat in his, in his rocket ship. No, Mad Mike was like an evil Knievel trying to get the world's record for a steam engine um, rocket and he needed money. So a bunch of flat earthers said, Hey, we'll give you the money for the steam engines. If you put research flat earth on your rocket and the media ran with it, that he was trying to jump 1800 feet in the sky to prove that the earth was flat. That's the dumbest story ever, but every news media across the entire plane ran it. Right. So this is mind control. They're controlling your mind because if everyone woke up to flat earth tonight, the elite would be finished. It would be over because people would go, Oh my God, I've been a slave. I've been, I've been agreeing to be mind controlled. I've been agreeing to be, you know, a servant. Uh, none of that is necessary. None of that is necessary. How has my life changed? My life has changed. Amazing. You know, I had the American dream. I had my own company couple, you know, with a couple partners making big money. Uh, life was really good. And then I walked away from it all um, to spread this message because in this time of tyranny, which we are in, I wouldn't even say we're in the middle of it. We're near the end of it. Yeah, we are. Um, yeah, we're, we're deep into it. Now, let's say that. Is it going to end or is it going to get worse? Um, if we somehow get a chance to take our freedom back, how long can we hold on to it? If we're lost in lost in space, spinning out of control. Okay. Right. So, well, it's, so it's, it's just so interesting because, you know, there's so many of these different things, especially flat earth or, you know, the origin of man, or like we can go down all these things in, in religion. And I, I have some really, you know, I, I have some really deep convictions about religion. And I don't really say it a lot because of what I do for a living, because I have to be careful, like, you know, keeping my livelihood where it is for now. So, but like if the, 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 the top was blown off one of these things, it would just completely erase and redo everything we've ever learned. It would blow people's literally blow people's minds to the point where they wouldn't as a society. I don't know. Most people would be able to handle that, you know? So I get well, why, the, why they're trying to What's that? If flat Earth came out. Is that what you're saying? No, if, just like if, well, flat yeah, if Flat Earth came out, or even the fact that, like, you know, religion is bullshit, or you know, you know, any of that stuff. If that stuff came out, it would just like so, w- would there be complete chaos, or would there be like? Well, there would be there would be there would be some serious chaos for a while, but the the, the question is, you know, it's like if if every if you lived in a giant apartment building huge huge building right but there was no windows or doors and you never knew there was an outside you just have all sorts of technology you work on the fourth floor you know your, your gym is on the 100th floor the grocery store is on the 20th floor and you've just lived in there your whole life no one's ever knew there was an outside because there's just no way out right and that's all you knew and then there's let's say i don't know 100,000 people in there whatever whatever the population of the building is and then someone goes hey there's other buildings outside and there's an outside and they opened it up 
everybody would absolutely freak out. Right. <laughs> there would be there would be a meltdown of society. So if when flat earth comes out, yes, every college will shut down. Every uh, you know, um, base, the basic sciences would all shut down. Uh, you know, space all the space. Well, I wouldn't say that the the space companies would shut down. They'd probably be run over and they'd all be lynched by angry people. Would, would, would um, this would this be? Would we able to get through? I mean, do you think as a society or as a, an Earth, we would be able to survive learning something yeah. this intensely? I, I think. I, I, I actually think if it came out mainstream, there would be some, you know, there would be all sorts of mayhem, but not for long. I would say a short period of time, whether that's a year, a month, a couple of weeks, I'm not sure. Um, it depends on the communication and how information could be spread. And, you know, and the problem, the problem is going to be for the people, the, the, the people that were in government, people that were in, that were known deceivers, those people are going to have a hard time. I don't want to say what will happen to them, but it probably won't be pretty. Right. So, you know, but the other thing is when, when you wake up to the true reality of our world, you wake up to the fact that you are divinely created and that there are, are rules here. And the rules are very simple. We're here. Um, we have a soul in our body and that soul is what animates us. That gives us our life. It gives us our desire. It gives us love, gives us ambition, gives us, you know, Compassion, all of these things. Yeah. Yeah, but they, all of that. Well, the, the, the elite are trying to beat that out of us because those are all protective layers over your sh over your soul, and they want to steal our soul. And how do they try to steal our soul? By diluting where we live, by making us think that we're insignificant, that we evolved from pond scum. They 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 try to steal it away from us with the soul lure system. Okay, they're luring our souls away by diluting our the creation and putting it into infinite space. You know, if you have a, a, a jar, a, a jug of lemonade and you pour it into a swimming pool, well, it's pretty friggin' diluted. Okay. Well, they're pouring our, the creation into infinite space. When in reality, everything that we see, everything that we experience in the sky, on the earth is all within the earth system, not yeah. the soul lure system. The yeah, so the, the the sun exists within this plane. The moon exists within this plane. Everything. The, and what are they? You know, the the sun and the moon that we see. I don't believe those are physical objects, and that's kind of provable because they they um they don't appear in the same position for everybody. Everybody sees them in a different position relative right. to their own position. Kind of like we're looking at a reflection in a mirror. You know, so it's there's some it's being reflected or projected into our world, and we can show you all sorts of experiments on how that would work, and it makes a hell of a lot of sense. But um, everybody sees it in a different position, and that's provable because if you try to triangulate the sun or the moon, um, the more people you add to the triangulation, which should make it tighter and tighter, makes it farther and farther apart. It gets off. So how does, you know, like how, how does that change when locate. you know? Like, let's talk about seasons, because obviously that's the obvious, the first thing that people will probably go to. Like, well, we have seasons, and the Earth tilts this way, and then all of a sudden there's an autumnal equinox, and there's an vernal equinox, and you go yeah, yeah. So, back so and so forth. So the, the, the sun changes in the sky, even though it's, you know, we're rotating around it. Like how does, uh, that's so, the uh, one thing I have a hard time wrapping my brain around. That's funny that that's the one thing you have a hard time because that is the, if you had to pick one thing that proves we're not on a globe, it's season. Absolutely. 100%. Once you see it, I'll try to paint a picture for you on okay. this audio podcast. But if you really want to see all of this stuff, there's a lot of visual stuff that you need to see. And I'm not saying watch a video on YouTube and that proves the earth is fine. No, watch the video on YouTube and then do the experiment yourself. 
right? We're showing you how to do it. So I don't know. Have, do you have my app yet? The flat earth. Sun, no, no. I was, just, I, was just, I was just scanning it when I was getting ready for this. So I was like, I'm going to finish it so, after I get on there. So, so go ahead. So, so if you, as I said before, Google is trying to hide this. They even said it in a Senate hearing on, on censorship on how they're going to try to stop flat earth by, you know, not recommending it and hiding it. So if you try to Google flat earth, let's say you say, I'm going to research flat earth for the next two weeks. I'm going to research, you know, 18 hours a day. Thank good but luck. you're going to find about two hours. <laughs> you're going to have like two hours worth of good content. Yeah. What I did in this app, the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac podcast by Blue Water Bay, is I made it so all the information is there. It shows you the model. It shows you how it works. It shows you how the seasons work, how compasses work. Um, every day there's a new featured video. And what I tell people is, you think this is stupid? Get the app. It's $2.99 and a one-time fee. And, uh, and then... You watch the daily video every day for two weeks. And at the end of that two weeks, you'll be a flat earther. But if you don't think you are, and you think you have a proof of the globe, I'm offering a Bitcoin uh, for anybody that can give me one proof of the globe. But before <laughs> you send it to me, you have to click the frequently asked questions button. To make and sure that all you of the questions yeah. are there. They're probably already it, been asked. What right. about sunsets over the ocean? What about star trails? What about seasons? What about satellites? What about GPS? You know, all of it is there. All of it is there, and we show you how you can do it yourself, okay? Um, unlike NASA, everything that we see from NASA is unverifiable by anybody other than the people at NASA. Right. So, right. so let's talk about seasons. So, so I'm going to draw a little picture for people that are listening. Um, so the Earth is not a pancake floating in infinite space. You got to think of the Earth as the basement it, of the universe. The Earth plane is the basement of the universe. It's a basin. Like and that. so you have... You have this massive light plane and it's covered in ice because it's freezing. Okay. And we're talking massive. So then you, you know, it just goes on. Let's say an infinite plane. We'll just call it an infinite plane. And then where we live, we live in a puddle where there's a small sun and moon that are circling around over the snow, over the ice and have melted out a puddle. And it just goes in a circle, like on a record player, you know, like the needle goes around while the record's spinning. Um, and, uh, so, so just, it, it, it goes around and, and the sun halfway between the, the center of the puddle is the North pole. So figure there's a magnetic mountain there and all compasses would point to that because it's magnetic. And then halfway between the center and the outside, if you do a circle around the center there in the middle, that's the equator. Okay. And then if you do a bigger circle halfway between the equator and the outside of the puddle, that's the Tropic of Capricorn. And then if you do another circle inside of the equator, smaller circle, closer to the middle, halfway to the middle, that's the Tropic of Cancer. Answer. So now you got this puddle with these three circles in it. You, you see it? You, you see yeah. it in your head? I'm, well, I'm looking at this right. map. I'm, I'm wondering if this is a map that, like, it's an older map called the Square and Stationary Earth by Professor Orlando um, Ferguson. Is it something like that? Because the way you described you it, everybody. The, well, if you look up Gleason's map, the um, the standard map of the world. Just look up Gleason's map, and that'll show you the layout of the of the of the Earth. So so just get back to my the, the circle with the three um the, the three circles in the pond. Yeah. Well, the sun goes around within those circles in between the tropics. The sun is always in between the Tropic of Cancer, which is the smaller circle, and the Tropic of Capricorn, which is the bigger circle. And it takes about six months for the sun as it's around the spiral to the Tropic of Cancer, I mean Capricorn, and spiral back into the Tropic of Cancer. 
And wherever it is, that's where it's summer. So when it's over in January, when it's over the Tropic of Capricorn, it's over Australia, it's over South Africa, it's over Central South America. And that's when it's the summer there because the sun is high above their heads. And it's freezing for us in the inner north because the sun is farther away, which means it's lower in the sky. And then six months later, it's over the Tropic of Cancer, which goes right over Miami. It goes over Mexico and Southern, Southern California. And it's hot in Miami in, in, uh, in June and July because the sun is directly overhead. And it's freezing in Australia because the sun is farther away. It's in, in towards the center. Gotcha. So, so that's how seasons work. And, and you think about this. They tell us that... We have our winter because when the north, you know, the top of the planet is tilted away from the sun, the sun rays spread over a bigger area. That's complete and total horseshit. Okay. Think about this. In our northern winter, we are three and a half million miles closer to the sun in the heliononsensical ball model. Okay. Three and a half million miles closer. So think about this. You're in Syracuse. Um, It gets warm in the summer, right? Yeah. It gets pretty humid up here. Definitely. Yeah, so, so I'm here in Connecticut. If I go down to the beach and I, on June 21st, summer solstice, when the sun is over the Tropic of Cancer, and I wait for it to appear on the horizon, as soon as I see the sun on the horizon, I can feel the heat on my face. Within a couple of minutes, it's blasting heat on my face, and I'm like, oh, all right, time for a nap, right? <laughs> so, so you feel that heat, and that is at the most severe angle. You couldn't be tilted any farther away from the sun except at sunrise, right? That's an 89 degree tilt versus the 23 degree tilt. Okay. So I can feel the heat on my face, right? Versus then a month and then six months later, December 21st, the summer, the winter solstice when the sun is all the way out over the tropic of Capricorn, I can not at sunrise, I could wait until solar noon when the sun is high up in the sky, the highest it is for that day. And I can look at the sun and I can't even feel the heat on my face. And it's supposedly three and a half million miles closer. I'm more direct angle, three and a half million miles closer. Can't feel the heat. Interesting. Okay. That disproves the ball silly model, the helio nonsensical model. Just in that. And then, and then that's, that's interesting. So I want to jump yeah. because and I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. I don't, I don't want to jump too far, but like, so the North pole is the center of everything. And then Antarctica is the edge, which is, is the thing that basically circles the entire thing. So Antarctica isn't think about that. Yeah. The the Antarctica is the shoreline of the world pond. It's all of the land that's be outside of the world pond. Think of a giant pond. It's you go to the edge of the pond. You don't fall off into space. You step up onto the land. Well, that land is Antarctica. Lots of it is like a 200 high foot ice wall. You know, there's other parts where there's rocky shorelines, but you know, there's a lot of it's an ice wall. So um, it's not a wall like the Game of Thrones. It's the shoreline of the world ponds. Antarctica is the highest land on earth. We live in the Antarctic basin, right? Water, ponds, puddles, um, lakes, all form in the low spot in the land. And then the, the, the shoreline is just where the land is higher. Antarctica is the highest land on earth. It's not a, a high island on the bottom of a spinning ball. It's, we live in the Antarctic basin. Antarctica itself might be bigger than all of the oceans and all of the continents combined. Think about that. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've got interested in Antarctica um, when I started going down the conspiracies in, in college 
And a lot of it had to do, it all started when we were doing World War II and we we're doing the European side of World War II. And we we're obviously doing a lot of Nazi Germany uh, studying at the time. And the Nazis were, uh, you know, very vastly, vastly interested in Antarctica. Very much yeah. so. And there's always the conspiracy thought that that is where the bell was discovered. Um, you know, the infamous Nazi bell, um, that could possible and, and, and it goes down there, but there's, there's just always been this huge interest in Antarctica. And then after world war two, man, we kind of like, all right, this, nobody's really a lot. Like Antarctica is really, nobody, nobody, nobody's really, I think 57 countries or whatever. Almost all the countries in the world have signed on to the Antarctic treaty. Nobody is allowed to explore the outer lands of Antarctica. There's 15 companies that you can go take a sightseeing tour of the edge of Antarctica, just like the peninsula yeah. that sticks out into the Indian ocean. I've looked, whatever into, ocean I've that looked, is. I've um, looked into doing that and it's, it's so expensive. Like a friend and I like, let's go to Antarctica. And she's like, dude, it's yeah. so no, you, no, you do. It, you, you price it out between 10 or 15 different companies they're all the same company they're all run by the same person that's interesting but then you and don't then, you, you only so kind of get to stay on the ship and like you maybe get to go off like you don't really get to do anything other than like hey yeah, there's a bunch of things walls i'm why? like right, i'm like gonna right. pay that but much money to go look at ice <laughs> yeah well no the antarctica is an amazing place but they don't let you do anything so what's going on out there do the real controls of the world live beyond antarctica um, it, who knows what's out there? Maybe God's out there. I don't know. I don't know what's out there. Um, but there could be more land. If there was more land and more oceans beyond the, the Antarctic ice ring that goes around us, I would call that more extra land resources, territory, extra territory would be in the space outside of our world in the outer space. Well, there's extra territory in the outer space. If somebody lived on that extra territory and came to visit us, what would you call them? Aliens. An extraterrestrial. Yep. Extra terra. They tell us, think about this. Go back to that, uh, that image I had with the three rings on the yep. pond. And let's say you're standing in the center. So you're in the Arctic and you're watching the sun. What's the sun doing? It's going around you, right? It's making a circle around you. It's arcing around you in the Arctic. Right mm -hmm. now, if you went to the outside of that circle and you looked at the sun making a circle around the inside, what's it doing? It's antarking. Uh, it's antarking away from you. Antarctica. Arctic. Arctic. Antarctic. Arctic. Antarctic. I never, never talking looked about at the sun. Yeah. And they always been talking about this. And I'm, do you, do you think that like, you know, some of these explorers, let's go back to like, you know, people like Magellan and the you know, Columbus that were like, all right, we're going to explore the world. And some of them went off and, and, and the, I mean, do you think some of these people like stumbled upon some pretty heavy duty shit or they disappeared? And I and, you think know, all of that is none. You know, I, when I do my interviews with we're on video, I show like Amelia Earhart, she circled the world. Yeah, she circled the world. It's easy. You just go east or west, east and west to make a circle around the center point. Get a magnet, put it down on a table, draw a big circle around it and call that the world pond. Mm -hmm. Then put a magnet, put a compass down anywhere and the needle will point towards that magnet and try to push that compass east or west, maintaining a perfect east or west heading and you will do a circle around that north center. Hmm. And so you can leave New York heading west or east and just dead reckon 90 degrees. And before you know it, you'll be in California and back to New York again. 
okay? Because you're making a circle. East and west are circles. You can go from New York to Japan by just heading east until you get to Japan. Or you can go west, go California, wrap all around, and you're in Japan, right? Or you can go north, and as soon as you pass the North Pole, you're going south, and you're in Japan. <laughs> but you can't go south no, and then pop up on the other side. Nobody's ever done it. Ever. No, no. Well, I mean, you've, t- you've, I mean, we go, I can't remember the guy for the life of me forgetting the guy's name that flew to the North pole. He was the guy. Adm- well, not Admiral Byrd. There, there was, there was, um, I mean, Admiral Byrd, I think Admiral Byrd did go to the North pole. Admiral Byrd went, you know, he, he did an, a radio interview, a television interview in like the 1950s, um, saying that he flew beyond the pole in Antarctica and saw a land bigger than the United States. That's a problem because Antarctica is not supposed to be that big. Right. Um, that's filled with resources uh, that, and no man has ever set eyes upon it. Okay. And then he disappeared and never spoke again. And uh, the Antarctic treaty went into place right after that. Yeah. Because I know that the guy that flew over the North pole supposedly found a hole up there. There was a hole and he saw yeah, well, UFOs the, going again, in no, and out of it. No, you no know? Plane. Well, that, 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 you know, that makes people think the hollow earth, the hollow right, earth, right, you know, exactly. that's prison for your mind. There, I believe there are underworlds. There's, there's I layers below us. The deepest hole, deepest hole ever dug is short of eight miles and where they hit an impenetrable barrier, kind of like that impenetrable barrier above us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got the firmament above us. Maybe there's a firmament below us. So who knows what's down there? So how do you, but the how North do you, pole, yeah, go ahead with the North nobody pole. Nobody is allowed to fly. No one's allowed to fly over the North Pole. That's interesting. Something's going on up there. And there's some stories about ships that went up there and had some very weird conditions, got into tropical climates, um, nails started getting pulled out of their ship's hulls, all sorts of stuff. So how do you, let's, let's jump to NASA for a quick second here. There's a lot Not of people, there, there's a lot of people that have been involved in NASA, yeah. people that have, I mean, you're talking tens and tens of thousands of people over the years, including how many hundreds of astronauts that have gone out there. How do you keep all of those people from blowing a whistle? Yeah. How do you, good, how good do you question. keep, good. how do you keep that? You know, like, you know, good somebody question. about the moon and everything. How do you do that? How does that accomplish? Yeah, so good question. First of all, there's not that many people. Uh, there's not that many, not as many people work for NASA as you think, and most of them are, uh, are compartmentalized where they have no idea um, what's really going on. So right. that's that. But the astronauts, they have to know, right? Except right. Don Pettit, he might just be retarded. <laughs> um, so so the, the astronauts, uh, they're, they're, you know, if you look at, go watch the press conference of the three guys that came back from the moon, the first moon landing, they seemed like somebody told them the dog was just killed, right? They didn't seem like, yeah, we just came back from the moon. They looked like men that were being forced to lie. And there, there, there was um, a recently, the last few years, um, some, some researcher wanted to interview, I think it was Buzz Aldrin, Buzz Aldrin or Neil Armstrong. I think is Neil Armstrong dead. I forget. Yes. Um, he's on what, Buzz, Buzz is still alive, I believe. Buzz is alive. So yeah, they wanted to interview Neil and Neil through, through a mutual friend. And uh, the guy was really pushing and Neil uh, sent a, no, a message out saying, if I grant you this interview, it'll kill my whole family. Well, that's a good way to keep people quiet. True. Right. And, and, and Neil barely did any interviews and he did an interview a couple of years ago where not an interview, he was doing a speech to some kids or something. And he talked about the, le- the he goes exposing the layers of secrecy. 
you know, it's very cryptic message. And then we didn't hear from Neil again. And now I think now, now I think he's dead, but don't quote me on that. And then Buzz Aldrin was being interviewed by a little girl. And she said, how come we never went back to the moon? And he got tripped up and he goes, well, cause we never went. And that's <laughs> the way it was. Yeah. Right. So he said that then um, a year or two ago, uh, maybe less a Polish astronaut was on a um, news show and he looked like he was having a bad day. And uh, they said they brought up flat earth and he goes, well, I didn't expect that question. He goes, but I assure you the earth is flat. I assure you. I even think he said, nobody went to, he goes, I assure you nobody's gone into space. So there's a lot of, you know, control. And, and NASA is a jobs program. NASA get, puts millions of people to work because doing whatever, it doesn't matter. They need slaves need a job. We're the right. slaves and we need a job, right? Because they control us with money. And if we don't have any money, they can't control us. Right. So they give us just enough to get by and they take some back, you know, and you know, whatever. But the, the, when the, when they were doing the Apollo missions, now sure they have to contract out to have little parts made. So you'd contract out to what, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 different companies to get all the parts you needed. Yeah. Nope. On the Apollo program, they contracted out to a hundred thousand different companies. <laughs> to make different parts, 100,000, okay? And that is so everyone could say, my grandfather worked on the Gemini 5 rocket or whatever it was, Um, you know, how dare you say the moon missions was fake, right? They're making parts, people are making satellites, sending them to NASA, and then they get data sent to them. Yep, your satellite's in space, you know? It's all nonsense. You know, NASA is the largest consumer and owner of helium companies in the world. And they send up satellites. It's not a secret. They just don't tell you about it. Um, with with satellites on them, they, they're satellites floating all through the sky in balloons. They're crashing all over the world all the time. But people don't pay attention. I mean, are there are there countries that are legit like? trying to like you know break that mold because like, that's a few years ago i can't remember what country it was it may have been japan or somebody said we're we're sending our own probe to the moon and yeah, did you see japan japan filmed the earth rise as they orbited the moon to say photoshop would be an insult to photoshop south park it's the dumbest thing ever i literally could set it up with a piece of cardboard and a cutout of a, of a moon in a dark room, I could probably film the thing and make it look better in 20 minutes. I mean, it's the dumbest thing you've ever yeah, seen. That's why you just and never, you never thought that. But it's like, but, but it, there's just, you know, other, another country that may not have the resource to be able to do what, you know, we have done. Here's, here's the thing. So how are they going to buck the system? Somebody's trying to buck here's it. The thing. People say, if we're faking it, why wouldn't Russia or China rat us out? They're all in it together. Oh, yeah. Country division is, is nonsense. Now, sometimes, you know, these small countries do have rogue leaders like Qaddafi, greatest leader in the world, uh, was killed. He, you know, they, they, they demonize these people. They're trying to take them all over. But Russia, China, you know, Europe, Australia, they're all in it together. They're all run by the same baking families. Yeah. Always, it's a, always happening. How many people died in the Cold War? Zero, because there was no Cold War. It was just a buildup of the industrial, the, 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 you know, the industrial uh military industrial complex yeah that's all yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's such an interesting hole to go down and like i mean i as i've gotten older me and i'm sometimes i'm very selective of who i share stuff with because you know i want you know i don't want you know i just 
one, I don't, some people just don't have the brain power or want to go there. But like when I do get a chance to like have these conversations with people, like it excites me because it's like, do I completely believe it? I don't know, but I'd like to try to see if I can find some kind of truth in all of it because I don't, I don't freaking know. Like I said in the intro of this podcast before you got on, I'm like, I've never been out in on the, on the moon to look back at the earth and be able to physically do that. Nobody has, you know, exactly. And, <laughs> Nobody like, has. and like, and actually see a globe. So like you're being told this, but like how many times we've been, and here's, here's a lie that you're told right out of the gate. There's a Santa Claus. There's an Easter bunny. Those you fucking lied to right out of the gate. Wait, you well, know? what? What? That's not real. <laughs> but it's like i mean i get it like sometimes like man why am i lying to my daughter about this oh well it's fun but it's also at the same time like i start going on a very deep level i'm like man we're already indoctrinating like hey it's okay to just lie about this like we're perpetuating a lie already so it's like wow and i had a conversation with my ex-wife once i'm like you know everyone lies and she goes no that's not true you can't i'm like no we all fucking everyone's lying on some level you know and some of them are just massive lies you know so if you live, if you are, if you think that you're insignificant, you're a random accident, um, that we're running out of everything, you're not going to be as truthful of a person. You're going to be a little more hoardish. You're going to be a little more out for yourself. And that's what they don't want. They don't want people united. They don't want people together. They divide us up by countries, by sexes, by races, by political parties, by uh, gender. They're dividing the genders now. Now they're dividing us up by vaxxed and unvaxxed and, uh, you know, you know, you, you think the virus is real. You think the virus is made up. You think the virus is, um, is, you know, uh, engineered. I mean, they're dividing, dividing, dividing. They don't care how they divide us. You know, as long as you think UFOs diverse. are real. You think they're right. fake. You think the earth is flat. You think the earth is a globe. Divide, 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 because the more we're divided, the weaker we are. Yeah. And I mean, the internet proves that like at first I'm like, Oh my God, we have all the information, super highway. It's like, no, now they can, now the disinformation is so much more, you know, now you can, now you can blur the truth more than you ever have because now it's just so overwhelming that you like, you don't even freaking know. I have a good friend who yeah, works, people. has worked for the government for a number of years in, in, uh, in deep ops doing, you know, her study, her main expertise is propaganda. Um, how to perpetuate it for our government and also how to decipher it from when other countries are using it. Uh, and that's been her whole career is this propaganda. And like, it's when I have conversations with her, it's fascinating, you know, because she's like, man, yeah. and in this past year, she like, she lost her job uh, when the pandemic hit and then she just kind of retreated to her parents' home in California. And it's like, she goes, I have never been more at peace just sitting on my parents' ranch, not really being in what I've been in for the past 20 years. She goes, I don't even know if I'm going back. I don't know. Well, I can tell you this. She is, she's not going back because now no one's going back. No, <laughs> this no. world is on a, a trajectory that is uh, um, completely different than what people thought it was. No, it, it wasn't. And so that's, that's, it, it, it's interesting. Like, and I tell people when I'm, when I'm going to uh, promote this, this podcast, I'm going to have to literally put concrete links to everything that we talked about, because when they try to look up you just look up the flat earth podcast, it's not going to come up in a Google search. It's not, you have to literally, not, not go. Easily, but, but I, I've, I've kind of broken the algorithms. I'm doing so many interviews on other channels. So everyone's putting flat earth and my name in there. So if you Google flat earth and my name, David Weiss, yep. 
um, you'll come up with a lot of my interviews. But the, the real the real thing is that we're working is my app. My app is the highest rated app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Um, everyone loves it, and nobody has. Um, done the challenge and not become a flat earther. So the, it's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. If you don't have it, get it. If you have it, gift it to a friend. I'm, Buy it for now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it. And like, my, I have the weekend off. I'm a full time musician, but I mean, I've my business is all flipped over to being online. I've become a a a, a, twi- a rising Twitch star on the on the platform. <laughs> That's how I make. I do. I make more money on Twitch than I ever did playing 300 shows a year, running around. You know, all of New York state in the northeast so like nice. my whole my whole business has changed for the better so like i have my daughter on every other weekend so i'm like maybe i'll get this flatter thing and her and i will just like go out and goof with it this weekend and see what comes about because she's at that age where so she listen, loves how old your daughter she's seven she'll be eight this year so does, does she have a phone or an ipad yes yeah, she does now she's got an okay, ipad she does so both of you get the app you, and you can have it. You're probably on the same account. So yep. you only have to buy it once, $2.99. Um, you, there's a, there's a pop-up that says, would you like to subscribe for 99 cents a month or $11 for the year? You don't have to hit that. Just exit out. It only shows up once. There's no ads. You don't have to wait. Um, you don't have to do it unless you want to, of course. Um, so, and tell her, watch the daily video every day. And then you guys could have something to talk about. Yeah. Just, just say, Hey, let's discuss that video. Oh, that, you know what that video today was really amazing about eclipses. Today there's one on uh, what's really causing the lunar eclipse. Um, and you could talk about it and it, 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 there'll be an endless deep conversation that you will have with anybody that you do this with. Yeah. And, um, You'll, you'll, you'll see what it will do for uh, your relationship with your daughter. It sounds like you already have a good one, but you it do, sounds like yeah. it'll just get better, better. Well, being, well, it, being, it gets being better a teacher, better. yeah, for being a teacher for the last year, she just finally went back to school full time, um, about a month ago. She was only going, you know, a couple days a week, but now she has to wear a mask. Yeah. She has to wear a mask and, and they got all kinds of stuff for school, but she, she's cool with that. But like being at home, like it was really interesting to like become a teacher. That's why I went to college to be. So I was like, but to see her where what she really likes and she she really is gravitating towards she loves science and social stuff she loves that that type of stuff so i'm like all right let's run with this uh you know that's another thing flat earthers uh were accused of being science deniers no no we're science believers and science testers yeah people that believe in the heliocentric model just use the word science and physics they go i go what what's your number one proof that the earth is a globe? They go science, physics. I'm like, no, what science? What physics? They go all of it. And I'm like, name one thing. They're like photos of earth from space. Right. I'm like, that's not science and physics. And one, there are no photos of earth from space. <laughs> they they're, all- they're, NASA even admits that the images, they won't even call them photos because they're not, are made in Photoshop. Yes. Okay. Right. They're, they're too, ridiculous. They're, they're, too, they're too perfect. Right. Well, I mean, I had. They're not perfect. They're too imperfect. Right. Well, when we, uh, when I was, I was talking to a few people this week and I was telling them that I was having you on the podcast and I had a friend of mine, he's a fellow musician in the Carolinas and him and I are just very similar thought process. And we've been great friends for years. And, and then he's like, oh man, this is interesting. He goes, are you going to, are you going to challenge him? I'm like, talking about challenging you. I'm like, well, first of all, one, I'm not a complete you know, I don't know. So like, why am I going to, I'm not completely like, Hey, we are on a no, You're not challenging me. You're asking questions. Right. Like, go, how do I answer this? How do I answer sunsets? Right. How does sunsets work? And I go, I, don't, ha- and I don't have the like, knowledge. And, I don't, and plus I go, I don't have the knowledge 
of being able to like challenge you with like, Hey, this is why it's a globe. I don't have that knowledge either. I think I have more knowledge just in the past 45 minutes talking to you. <laughs> that seems makes more sense to me than the shit that I've been taught for 40 some odd years, you know? Right? Yeah. You're sitting in your house right now, right? Yeah, correct. All right. If somebody outside with a big machine carefully picked up your house and started moving it an inch, you know, an inch every 10 seconds. Do you think you'd notice? No. Of course you'd notice. You wouldn't notice. You, you the wouldn't tiniest notice. little movement. Oh, the tiniest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The tiniest little movement, the tiniest earthquake. You're like, whoa, the whole world is freaking taken. We're spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, orbiting at 66,000 miles an hour, speeding up and slowing down during that orbit. We're chasing the sun at over half a million miles per hour, and that entire thing is moving sideways at over a million miles per hour, and you don't even notice it. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing ever. It's the dumbest crap ever. It, it, I do think about that. I'm like, man, we're on a, okay, so I'm on an, an airplane and sometimes the airplane got, like I've talked to pilots and they're like, oh yeah, we could get to, from Syracuse to Miami way quicker. You know, we could, we could do it faster. You know, we could just like, and they're like, oh, we will just make up the time in the air. I'm like, wait a minute. Why don't you just fucking make up this time all the time? Why don't you just go as fast as we possibly can all the time? Like, why are well, we well, like, the, the, answer, the answer to that is they, they have an optimum speed supposedly for fuel. That's in the whole nother rabbit hole. Right. Um, and if they're a little late, they can just speed up a little bit and, and make up that time. <laughs> So it's, but, but I, 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 I find those things funny, but it's like, man, we are, we're going over this globe. We're going over a fast, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I don't, even with my knowledge and I'm a pretty smart person, I consider myself pretty intelligent. Like, I don't understand like, well, if the earth is spinning, why don't we just, it's so fast. Why don't we just go up in the air and just wait for it to just move underneath? This? <laughs> the gravity is spinning the air around the earth with it. You know, it's being held on like Velcro and that, which is also the dumbest, dumbest thing ever. I'm like, why can't we just Imagine go up and let it spin underneath us? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to understand yeah, it. They're like, well, we, yeah. How, how is there, how does the summer breeze blow the wind left and right and forward and backwards? Right. But it's being held down by gravity and spinning with the earth. That's nonsense. <laughs> it's all, it's all pseudoscience. And they've convinced you to trade in your common sense for nonsense. Yeah. So fascinating. So the best, best ways to find you is going to be the, I know that there's the flat earth podcast.com, right? That's where I flat earth podcast.com has links to my app. It has links to lots of my stuff, but uh, Instagram, the flat earth podcast, Facebook, the flat earth podcast, uh, and, uh, and the flat earth podcast.com. My YouTube channel is just the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole. D I T R H. That's the initials for deep yes, inside the rabbit I hole. I was wondering what that stood um, for. I wasn't but, sure. So, yeah, I'm going to have all these links in the social so people can go down the rabbit hole. And, and, um, the, the, um, the, the flat earth sun, moon and Zodiac clock app. If you can't find it in Google play, which they're hiding it, there's also another one by the same name made by the flat earth society type people. <laughs> of course. Um, but they're trying to keep your mind. If you get that app, don't send me an email telling me my app sucks because my app is the highest rated app in the app store. So <laughs> right on. Well, dude, I really appreciate you. Like when you said at the end of the Jossa show, like, Hey, is any, if you, if anyone wants to talk to me or be on the podcast and, and I'm just like, well, I'm fuck it. I'm just going to reach out. And then you did. So I was like, wow, cool. This is, this is fun to have. I'm like, going to say know, it again here. Anybody that has a, a show with uh, some followers, 
uh, info at theflatearthpodcast.com. Just link me your show. Tell me what you want to do. And then I'll, I'll get in touch with you and we can schedule something. You will, info I- at theflatearthpodcast.com. And, and again, if you want to, if you're already awake to Flat Earth, you know, share the app with your friends and family. That way you'll have someone to talk to and, and so people don't just laugh at you. Um, and if you don't have it, get it. And, uh, Take the challenge and then yeah, uh, take the challenge or Hey, if, even if you just got nothing, like we're not bored. Every once in a while we get bored. Like even if you don't think you're going to go down the, the path of becoming a flat earther, why not just do it for shits and giggles? We already do other dumb shit in our life. There's so many things do that we you know yeah, what? do it for, do it for I have fun. a special offer for just your listeners. If you take the flat earth app challenge and you come up with one proof of the globe, I'm offering two bitcoins. That's crazy. <laughs> two bitcoins. That's a hundred grand at, at the low price today. Soon it will be worth 200 grand. Yeah. And by tonight, by tonight. So, and as I go more down this rabbit hole, man, I would love to have you back on to get a little more uh, centric on some of these things that we hit upon because I really wanted to just kind of sure. give an overview and stuff like that. But again, I really appreciate your time, David, man. So, and we'll be in touch. Thank you so much. All right, man. Have a good day. See ya. Well, that was interesting, wasn't it? Like, I hope you guys don't. What well, first of all, don't think that I'm fucking gone off the deep end because if well, first of all, if anyone knows me, I've gone off the deep end years ago. So like, but you also got to understand, I'm just a person who loves to have an open mind about things. Do I completely believe in flat Earth? I don't know. Do I completely believe in a globe? I don't know. I question things. I question everything. I question myself on a daily basis. So why not question everything around you? Am I going to be able to make a change and change everybody's minds and point of views? I don't know if I'm necessarily out to do that. I'm out to really kind of to, to find some peace in, of mind in my world, you know, and that's where I really like to go with. You know, and I'm, 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 I'm a constant student. I'm a constant wanting to learn something, whether it's something with my music, something that I learn about in my podcast, something I see on YouTube, something I see on TV. I constantly like, well, what does that mean? Even if it's an actor on there, I'm like, well, what has this other actor done? He seems like he's done some other stuff. Then I go down the, the, the quote unquote rabbit hole. I know we've said that a lot, but like when you go down these little things, it's, it, it just expands your mind. It gives you perspective and it kind of either one terrifies the shit out of you, which some people don't because it's just too much for them to handle. But for someone like me, I, I crave finding out things like this. I need to know things like this. I want to know things like this, whether I believe them or not is a different story, but I still like to learn about them. I find them fascinating. And David is a fascinating person who obviously is not He's not quote unquote crazy. Okay. I mean, dude, everybody's crazy. I mean, you could look at some of the most sane people in the world, but like, dude, they're crazy. He's not, he's very well-spoken. He's obviously very passionate about uh, what he does. And I have the utmost respect for anybody that has passion for something that questions good things, you know? He's not trying to completely like, you know, I'm ripping apart the fabric of every, you know, he's not that he's just trying to get you to open your mind a little bit more. And he's very well spoken, obviously very well researched. And I would love to pit him up against someone who literally has that knowledge of the globe stuff and, 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 and put them together. And I think David's really starting to make some, some waves that I think it's going to happen at some point. 
that he is going to get that conversation with the, somebody that's as equal on the other side. And it'd be fascinating to see what comes out of that. So again, I hope you guys enjoyed this. It was a very different podcast from what it is. And that's what this Just Joe podcast is all about. It's not just about my stories of the road and music, but I like to go out in these little side tangents because this is something I've always enjoyed going back to college. And even as a kid is like finding conspiracy theories and questioning our existence and everything else. With that being said, I announced this week that I'm going to start yet another podcast. Yes, um, as you guys know, I have touched upon mental health and fitness big time within this podcast. Now there's been such a feedback and such a demand for more of that content that I'm going to start another podcast. This podcast is going to always be for This is going to stay for music and things like we talked about today. Just fascinating things and stories of the road. But the new podcast, which is titled the Rockin' Podcast. It's based in the. Th- it's based in my journey of the past three and a half years of getting myself healthy, not just on a physical but mental level, and trying on a spiritual level. I'm going to be talking about mental health. I'm going to be talking about my journey uh, to fitness. I'm going to be talking about nutrition. Those are going to be the three things, and I'm gathering all the information and and resources that I want to do. The Rockin' Podcast is coming soon. We'll have two podcasts. You guys won't get enough of me or you can just fucking completely ignore me too but either way it's something that I'm passionate about um I found a hobby outside of my music because before I close up for years my hobby was music that's what took me away from my regular day job or from my regular life then all of a sudden music became my career my hobby became my career which is the most, what everybody wants in life, right? But at the same time, it comes with challenges because the challenge is that all of a sudden, what do you do for a hobby? Now your hobby is your career and now you have to step away from your career every once in a while to be able to give yourself perspective and give yourself a fucking break. And that's why I became a workaholic because I loved my work so much, but then I was working 24-7, literally 24-7. And I could be at all times. But once I found my fitness and my mental health journey, that became my passion. And I realized I'm pretty good at it. And I'm very good at like being able to inspire and get people to become healthier and better people in general. So the Rockin' Podcast is coming soon. Uh, I appreciate all of you. Big shout out to my producer, Cody Lisi. Big shout out to the executive producer, Josh Grossman. And the Rockin' Podcast is coming soon. Everybody, everybody have a great time great weekend. We'll see you next week. Just Joe Podcast.